What's happening, friends? Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Over on the phone now is Phil in Massachusetts. Phil, how are you? Thank you for calling. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my grandson, Aiden, had to get glasses about a couple months ago, maybe more than a couple months ago, and he was able to reach out to you, and you explained to him that wearing glasses was cool, and if anybody had any trouble with it, just tell him that Bobby Bones thinks they're cool, and that's all that matters. So I just want to tell you I appreciate that so very much because you made a huge impact on him, and you showed true love and kindness. Oh, thanks. Does he like the glasses? Is he feeling good about it? He did. He actually, yeah, he actually got the same um, black frames that you have. Love to hear it. Love to see it. Well, tell him I said hello. I'm yeah. happy that, that I, I can help him out with that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're the best. Go All right, Phil. See your, you. Go on with your crew. Yeah, all right. They, hey, they are the best. That's right. All right, Phil. Have a good day. There you go. Okay. Nice to start a call like that. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Five to one. You're going to love all of them. Let's go. Number five. A 23-year-old dad in Michigan ran into a burning house to rescue his two 18-month-old twin girls. Then once they were safe, he spotted his niece yelling from a second-story window, told her to jump, and then caught her when she jumped. Oh, wow. Caught her. Scary. Caught her when she jumped. That's crazy. I mean, worst case, you break her fall, then you break bones, and that's what you'd rather have that, too. Yes. But he caught her. That's crazy. All right, next one up. Number four. A second grader in Rhode Island named Rowan Montgomery is going viral for his motivational videos. Again, he's a second grader. He says things like, believe in yourself, and everyone's good in their own ways. <laughs> he started doing it after kids picked on him at school. He didn't want other kids to feel sad. Here's a clip from one of his speeches. I want you guys to know that believing in yourself is always the right thing to do. Everyone is different, and everybody's good in their own ways. That's right, Rowan. <laughs> nice that. job, buddy. Next one up. Number three. A delivery guy recently helped out with a different kind of delivery when a random woman went into labor. Perry Ryan was out dropping packages. When he heard some screeching, it turned out that a woman's water had broken and she had gone into labor in the hallway by the front door. Her husband was not home. Luckily, he was there, helped deliver the baby. Helped till like the real baby deliverers <laughs> got crazy. there. That's <laughs> crazy. But he got introduced to her real quick, mm-hmm. real intimate. Yeah. Like, like uh, Hi. hello, I don't know your name yet. Uh-oh. Gosh. Next one. Number two. Some lady was having a bad day and decided to cheer herself up with some frozen yogurt. So she went to the store. But a guy and his kids saw her crying in her car. And when she came back, there was a $10 bill on her door handle with a note that said, your fro-yo is on us. We hope tomorrow is a better day. Aw, that's That's pretty cool. Next one. Number one. A woman with stage four kidney disease was in desperate need of a transplant and found a donor thanks to social media. Kim Shuffleberger's friend put out a plea for a donor on Facebook and just ran in a message. And Brittany Clark saw it and was like, huh, they're both single moms and teachers and they matched perfectly. And because of that message, she's going to be able to live. That right there is what the Good News Countdown is all about. Thank you, guys. That was the Good News Countdown. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My friend's daughter has been asking her mom to let her get a tattoo for months, but my friend refuses. 
The girl is leaving for college soon. She's only 17, so she wasn't old enough to get a tattoo without her mom's permission. Well, she must have found someone willing to do it because I saw it at the pool. So now I'm not sure if I should tell her mom, maybe get her in trouble, or keep it to myself and let her mom find out on her own. What do you think, Gloria S.? So the two options are tell on her or play it cool. Everyone say your answer. Yep. On the count of three. You either tell on her or play it cool. Okay. Well, I don't want anybody convincing anybody. There's only two options. No nuance. Yet. Okay, I just don't like the way you're saying tell on her. Tell Well, you're telling on her. Okay. Right? I got it. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. Tell on her or play it cool. Ready? One, two, three. Play tell it cool. Her. Okay. So Lunchbox and I say play it cool. Eddie and Amy say tell on her. Responsible okay. parents. Go ahead, Amy. <clears throat> okay, so I tried to picture it real quick. Like if you were to see my daughter Stashira at the pool. She's with not a- 17. Not about, be- about to be 18. Okay, but I'm picturing it that way. 17, about to be 18, and you saw her at the pool, and you saw she got a tattoo, and you knew that I was not a- about that tattoo, and you didn't tell me, I would be, I, I don't have to do anything about it, I, but I, as, I would be really upset that you, as my friend, saw the tattoo and then kept it from me. You would never know save, I saw it. To so save you, face with my huh. daughter? There's no face. The daughter doesn't know you know. The parent will never know you know. Okay. You guys are acting like people know. Oh, she I just guess saw I am. it. Okay, sorry. But I was you acting know like people that you knew. saw it. Ain't my business. <laughs> I'm, I'm big. Ain't my business. If okay. it's not hurting anybody, it ain't my business. In huh. that case, I guess I I saw the daughter knowing that you saw and like being like, please don't tell my mom. That that did not happen here in the email at all. Yeah, I know. That's what I was picturing though. So I don't know. I still stand by telling the friend because, but to tell the friend, look, don't get mad at her. Don't get mad at her. She's almost 18. But I just thought you should know. It is unneeded trouble. And that dog, like the kid got it. It, it has nothing to do with you. And you're really? not holding anything back from the French. You, no one knows you saw it except for you. You're just inserting yourself into drama. Mm-hmm. You're not fixing anything. Yeah. By telling the mom, nothing gets fixed. If she were 13, it would be different. If she were 15, it would be different. Because then you got to find the artist who's tattooing kids. <laughs> but 17 years old, I'm just a mind-your-own-business guy. No one would even know I've seen that tattoo. So I am playing it cool. Eddie? Man, you're my friend. And I wouldn't tell you, like, hey, I'm telling on your daughter right now. But I would say, man, your, your daughter's tattoo is pretty cool. And then then let me see your reaction. If you're like, What? That's shady a oh, little bit, though. Oh, you, did, oh, you didn't shady. know she... That's shady. You're you acting know. like you're not being shady, and you're being shady. You didn't know she had a tattoo? Oh, dang it. I didn't... Well, well, yeah, she does, man. I saw her at the pool. Lunchbox? It's a tattoo, guys. She didn't commit murder. It's a little <laughs> ink on her body. That is between her and her mom. You don't need to in, in, inject yourself in their relationship. Leave it alone and let them deal with it. Don't go starting... You're the gossip queen if you go and tell. And also, you're... Looks like a few months out from her being 18 to be yeah, able to do it anyway. She's an adult. But she's not. Well, now that oh. Lunchbox clarified it's not murder, I'll change my mind. <laughs> uh, see? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need a tiebreaker here. Raymundo? Yeah, you got to tell on her oh, just because. Oh, 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 boy, Ray. Yeah. I mean, she's not in college or anything like that. I mean, she's still in that household, still a yeah. girl, I guess, not even a woman yet. Morgan? Yeah, there you oh, go. I say play it cool. Yeah. I mean, there we go. You're tied again, There we though. go. Okay, okay. We need another tiebreaker. <laughs> Scuba Steve? As a father of a daughter, I would uh, like to know. No! Let me no! Helicopter friends. I can't get enough people involved to flip it back over. All right. There you go. Thank you for the email, Gloria. As you can see, we're pretty torn. I say we call it even. All right. There you go. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. 
I never thought of this song as inappropriate. Crazy. Did you? No, never. I've been listening to this song forever, dude. I sing it out loud, like, no problem. And then I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. Ray, play this song. You'll all know it. What's wrong with it? Yeah, is it like Lil Wayne lollipop? I know, that's yes. what I saw. Because if you listen to the verse, she says, I call my baby lollipop. I'll tell you why. I'm like, why would she call her boyfriend lollipop? Guys, this song is dirty, and I'm like, from the 1950s? I need to read the lyrics to this song. <laughs> because I know, lollipop, yeah. And then I do think with my mouth too. Uh, exactly. Okay, call my baby lollipop, tell you why. His kiss is sweeter than apple pie. And when he does a shaky rockin' dance, man, I haven't got a chance. I call him lollipop, lollipop. I can't Amy. see taste sweet. Amy. Yeah, I don't know that, Eddie, I don't know Eddie, that you're right. Oh, get I? your mind out yeah. of the gutter. Really? Sweeter than candy on a stick, yeah. huckleberry, cherry, or lime. If you had your choice, he'd be your pick, but lollipop is mine. Guys, you yeah. know they're all sitting in the- Lollipop, lollipop. 1950s giggling. <laughs> Crazy way he thrills me. Tell you why. Just like a lightning from the sky. He loves to kiss me till I can't see straight. Okay. Gee, my lollipop is great. I don't know. Eddie, that's not a dirty Are song. Are you sure? Wow. Are you sure? I got my kids running around the house singing lollipop, and I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if we should be singing this song out they, loud. They can. It's by the Cordettes. <laughs> it's called Lollipop. You're out of your mind. Now, there are songs that I didn't know were, were dirty when I was a kid. Okay, like? Like, I didn't know, uh, well, Smack That. What? I mean, how did you not know that was? <laughs> what did you think that was about? Next, too close. Oh yeah. Which was like, I was like, what's poking her? Baby, when we're grinding, I get so excited. You know? Okay. Uh-huh. He says. I- but then I never knew. I just sang along. Uh, Christina Aguilera, "Genie in a Bottle." Mm-hmm. Didn't know that was a what's dirty song. What's wrong with that? You gotta rub me the right way. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. You've um, dissected lollipop from 1958, <laughs> but you not genie in a bottle. <laughs> you don't get that metaphor. <laughs> Guys, I barely dissected lollipop. This song came out like 100 years ago. Um, Lil Wayne lollipop's a different story. Yeah, what is that? How does that go? Lollipop, lollipop. I wanna. No, that's not. That's, lo- that's ludicrous. So sweet. I wanna the rapper. <laughs> no, I'm singing it. You were like the rapper. I wanna like a lollipop. I wanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Right, this is definitely not being sung in my house. That is, you, they can go with Lollipop from the Cordettes okay. from the 50s, but okay. not Lil Wayne Lollipop. I don't know, man. I don't know. When I heard that pop and then she says, I call my baby Lollipop, I'm like, I don't like this. Yes. That part? Yes, that part. Can you do that with your mouth, Amy? I already know I can't. And I don't That's it. Try it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a thud. <laughs> Lunchbox, can you? Yeah. Oh wow. Eddie? Of course, man. I'm the king of that one. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. That was okay. Strong. Watch. So now you're gonna have a pop off. <laughs> Ray, can you do anything with your mouth? Uh, just the pop, I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Ray sucks his thumb like, so hard. Like a wine being caught. And you're telling me this song's out. not dirty. This is turning into the dumbest segment we've ever done. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny.
Reba McIntyre revealed that she and her boyfriend Rex Lynn contracted COVID. They had been vaccinated but told her fans on her live stream via TikTok that it wasn't fun to get and you don't feel good. She encouraged fans to stay safe, stay home, and be protected the best they can. Luke Bryan talks about the song that was inspired by his late brother that he wrote for his new docuseries. We sat down and started working on the song. I had the idea that, gosh, has anybody ever written something about losing someone and you can always so since my brother passed away there's been all there's there's been all of these life-changing songs that I knew my brother would have loved. Travis Denning talks about the new project Dirt Road Down he just released. I like to think of every EP and every song as just another piece, another page, another chapter of just the stories I want to tell and and little bits and pieces of my career and and ultimately when it's strung together, it's just the path of my career. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A Kansas man saved the life of a driver who cut him off in traffic and was unconscious behind the wheel. Mark Stump was driving a box truck in Wichita when the driver seemed to lose control of his SUV. After seeing he was slumped over and something appeared to be wrong, Mark got out of his truck to help. He ran toward the SUV. He reached through its open window, and he steered it safely away from oncoming traffic. He was clinging to the side of the SUV, riding on the running boards for about 100 feet before the driver finally woke up. The driver was like, uh, what just happened? What just happened? He goes, you need to get away from me. I have COVID. Oh. He then drove away from the scene, but Mark says he believes in fate and that, quote, God needed him to be there to help. He had taken an alternate route that day that put him in the right place at the right time. There's a couple levels to that story. Yeah. First of all, the driver cuts him off. And instead of just, you know, flipping him the bird, he's like, wait, something's not right. He he didn't cut me off because he was in a hurry or angry. And then he jumps out of the truck, rides on the side of that SUV to steer him away. And then the guy wakes up and is like, I have COVID. Get away from me. Well, now now this poor Mark Stump's got to test it for COVID. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hopefully he got vaccinated. Wow. Well, that's a crazy story. That's a good one. The way he saved the guy's life. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So the next couple hours or so, maybe the last time we see Lunchbox for a long time. You Why? You guys don't know what's happening today with no. him? Ugh. What? We might not see him for months. What? Is he... Army. What's he doing? No. Yes, he's joining the <laughs> army at 40. <laughs> I think I'm too old to join the army. What's he doing? Yeah, like... Lunchbox, would you like to tell them what you have going on today? Man, guys, I'm really scared, but a big day for me is I'm headed down to the courthouse and I got jury duty. Oh. And you don't know what case you're on. No, I have no idea. They just sent me something in the mail and says, you have jury duty, you need to report to this office at this time on this day. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll be there. So I'm going down to jury duty, guys. You ever, have you ever done it? Oh. Uh, no, in college. I, I got called when I was in college, but I told them I was in college, and they said, okay, you don't have to come. So I've never had to go to jury duty. Well, what you're going to do is they call you down. You sit in a room with a ton of other people. Oh, I guess with COVID, I, I assume you're still sitting in a room with people? Uh, yeah, you have, I, did, I, I, it says report to this one room and wear a mask. Okay. So, And then they'll just start calling different people, and then you go and you get in a group, and they go, okay, go to this courtroom. I did this like a year ago. And you go, I sat in a courtroom in the juror chair. You sat in the like, juror chair? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And, and the judge explains the case to you. <sighs> and the people are there. And they start to go down the, the people. And they're like, hey, do you feel like you would be a good juror on this case? And I said, no. 
And so they they had asked me. It was some guy who was up for. I don't know that it was murder, but like assault wow. with a deadly weapon. He had like attacked somebody. Oh yeah, and you had been. And I said, I don't think yeah. I'm a big juror. I I've been attacked multiple times. I mean, I probably would have been a great juror, yeah. but I don't want to get stuck, you know, because that was a serious case, and I don't want to miss the show. <laughs> and I was, but I really, I was like, I don't know that I can be fair because I've been attacked in a similar situation as this, and so I don't think you're getting clean slate coming in looking at this with a fresh set of eyes. And he was like, you're dismissed. That easy. Wow. And I chunk deuces. So Lunchbox hasn't been selected. He's just could could be selected. Yes, he but will I did, be selected today. Yes, I, I I they sent me something in the mail and said, "Is there any reason you can't serve?" And I wrote in. I said, "Well, I am a celebrity, and so it would be bad for me to <laughs> miss work." And they said, "Nope, you're still qualified for jury duty. See you on Monday." And I was like, so okay, "They Googled him real quick, and they're like, um, okay, uh, not a celebrity. <laughs> you can still come in.' Do you want to be on jury duty, like on a trial?" I oh, mean, yeah, let me yeah. tell you, you know how cool it would be to be on the jury and to, to have someone's faith in your hands? Mm. Faith. 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 Not faith. He says faith. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that at the thing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. When the judge asks you, say that, Lunchbox. <laughs> oh, your Honor, I just want to be, I want to rule. I want to rule this guy's life. Yeah. I, I want to have his faith in my hands. I want to be able to dissect the clues because when I watch these documentaries and stuff, I feel like I'm pretty good on telling who's guilty and not guilty. Mm-hmm. And like when well, Dateline has those specials, I'm like, I'm watching the case. I'm like, okay, you know what? I think it's going to be this guy because of the what the shirt he's wearing. And boom. The lunchbox. <laughs> this could be your chance because some jurors come out if it's a particular case. Oh. They get book deals. They're on the news. This is, yes. this is your oh, shot. Oh, Amy, I didn't think about all this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta but get you on. need like a you, you gotta need get a substantial on. case. Your goal is to get on the jury. Yeah. Okay, but then you can also get like a traffic ticket. But then that's done in a day. Oh, okay. and then you're done. You know, they don't call you back for years. Okay, so that's Debbie good Downer. Too. I'm just saying that. Don't get his hopes up too high. <laughs> hey, lunch. He's thinking book deal. But even if you get like a traffic ticket, lock up the jury. Okay, like, whatever. Hung, hung jury. <laughs> yeah, whatever everybody's saying, they're like, oh. <laughs> They're in the room for days yeah, because yeah. he's arguing. They're like, for sure he's innocent. Be like, nope, he ain't. <laughs> oh, I need I, to see the evidence again. Did you consider the odometer and if it was working correctly? <laughs> and then I can send a note to the the, the judge. Can we uh, charge him with a lesser offense? Because they do that like, oh, you know what I mean? We don't want to convict him of murder. Can we do like manslaughter? Yeah. And he said, I'll, I'll send notes to the judge. Like, can you give me some clarification on this? Your goal <laughs> is to be on the jury for a trial. Okay. Do not let us down. All right, I will. I, I, and you know what? The judge tells me dismissed. I'll be like, I'm not leaving until I'm on the jury. No, oh. no, no. You say, you say, I'm not dismissed. You're dismissed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what do lawyers tell the judge? Uh, uh, Can I approach the bench? I object. I object. Oh. You yeah. tell him that, lunchbox. Okay. And I'll be like, I am the judge now. Oh, oh now oh. he's got full Tom Hanks. No, oh, wow. he's gonna get lunchbox <laughs> is gonna get arrested. Hey, but you'll make the news. I swear to God. Okay. To, anyway, to Lunchbox will be here this hour, next hour, but then he has to leave. Um, and then who knows when we'll see him again. And I don't even know if we can check in with him if he's on actual jury duty. Hey, you guys want yeah, to te- I'll text to- you from the courtroom. I guess if he's not showing up, then we know. Yeah, text us from the courtroom after you leave. Surely it, they take up your phone. But I, no. Oh, what do they do? You have to turn it off? I don't think so. I took a picture. You did? Yeah, I think you posted so. it? Oh. Um, I took a picture. Yeah, but not in the courtroom. I think oh. they say don't take any pictures in the courtroom. I took one in the hallway. Mm. Yeah. Wow. See, but they don't tell this juror to put his phone away. Not no way. (laughs) (laughs) It's now time for the hardest trivia game in all the land. It's never gonna get it. 
On the phone is Brandy, who lives in San Diego. Hello, Brandy. How are you? Hi. Morning, studio. Morning. Brandy, here's how this works. I'm going to give you an impossible trivia question. You get a chance to answer it. If you miss it, that's okay. You then get to pick someone on the show. If they get it right, you win. But if they miss it, that's okay. Because you end with a coin flip. And if it lands on the right side, you win. Otherwise, you lose. This is the most effective method of giving away prizes, I figured, okay? Everybody understand what's going on, Brandy? Yes. You feel good about it? Yes. Okay, here we go. The never going to get a question today is, the typical newlywed couple has 125 of these. What are they? Now, totally on brand for what's happening on the show right now. Mike D's a newlywed. Obviously, I'm a newlywed. The typical newlywed couple has 125 of these. Never going to get it. Brandy, you're up first. Can you get it? Go ahead. Um, uh, pictures. Pictures. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay. That's it? Like, like wedding pictures. That's a lot of pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, I was like, okay. Well, like wedding pictures or like couple photos, like yeah. professional makes couple photos. I think it's a fine answer. I think it's the wrong answer. Oh, oh. no. But it's a fine answer, so you did not win that round. Now, as we go around the room, Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan, number two, who runs our digital, Raymundo, who's our audio producer, you can pick any of them yeah. to get it right. Who would you like to pick? Raymundo. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah! Raymundo? Really? <laughs> have you ever heard this segment? Ray, have you ever gotten one right ever? He's a uh, he is. I guess he's still. In, are you still considered a newlywed? It's not a year yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Okay. Oh my goodness. Have you ever gotten one right, right, Ray? No. Okay. <laughs> but today could be his day. It is. Amy, let's go around the room. She has picked Raymundo, so we'll end on Raymundo. Amy, what do you have? I feel like this is too easy, but I'm going with it. Gifts. What do you mean? Like get they have what the new get they have gifts like they were 125 presents like. Re- things they registered for it. Oh, got it. Gifts. Gifts, wedding registry. Got it. Yeah. Lunchbox. Amy's on the right track, but that would be half of that because it's 125 wedding guests. So for every two guests, you get one present. It's wedding guests. Ooh. But it's newlyweds. Yep. At their wedding, they had 125 people. Okay. That's Eddie. right. Yeah. I think they're both on the right track, but they're both wrong. So when you have 125 guests, you get 125 gifts. So you need 125 thank you cards. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I thought about that also. Good. Well, to be fair, if you have 125 I know. Guests, I thought about that when I said it. That's, that's, Split that, that in that, half. Yeah. <laughs> like Lunchbox just said. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan. I don't know. I'm not a newlywed couple or I've never been married. So this is a struggle for me. Um, the typical newlywed couple. I. Hmm. The typical newlywed couple has 125 of these. What are they? Uh, what about like, are they called favors? Gift favors? Party favors? Yeah. Wedding favors? Yeah. Just go ahead and say it's wrong. I, mean, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what, <laughs> know what the answer the, is. Like you guys gave us the cups at the wedding. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. those little party favorite. Oh, so something something we give out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's not right. Okay. okay. That would be guests. Uh, Raymundo. <laughs> there we go. Here's the right answer. It's it's money, Ray. What do you got, Ray? 
I tried to go with the most pointless thing at a wedding because that's usually how these answers are. Give me napkins. What? <laughs> that's who she went with. <laughs> that's who you picked. Napkins. napkins. What's her name? I don't even know. She hates I don't herself know. right now. Her name is Brandy. Okay. Brandy wants to change. She's Brandy, fine. Fine sorry. Girl. I mean, I don't know if any of us <laughs> are on the right track. No, I'm on the right. I nailed it. I think we're all on the right track. But if it's 125 guests, there would be 125 napkins. So, so Ray has napkins. Eddie has thank, thank you, you cards. cards. Lunchbox has guests. guests. Amy has wedding yes. registry. Yes. Okay. Um, Brandy, I'll let you change if you want. <laughs> you don't have to go with Ray. Would you like to change to anybody else on the show? I don't feel good about any of them. Whoa! Oh. But who do you feel best about? You don't have to change. You can just say nobody and go to the coin toss. Coin toss. Um, I'm gonna go to the coin toss. Wow! <laughs> you are giving up. Well, let me like say. That. Let me say this, Ray. You are not right. So I, she didn't win that. Eddie, obviously, you're not right. Really? <laughs> obviously. Uh huh. One of you two are right there. Yeah! I told you. I told you. What's your name? Brandy. Why do you? This is what. I, why do people call in and just give up like that and go to the coin toss because they have no idea what they're doing? You've got to pay attention. Well, when Lunchbox, we... you're wrong. Oh! Amy, you are right. <laughs> the answer is items on their wedding registry slash gifts. Amazing. Now. Which means I was kind of right. So I was kind of right, too. <laughs> no, no, there's no kind of right. Yeah. Brandy did not win. But now it is time for the coin toss. <laughs> I'm cheering for her to lose. So... <laughs> Because <laughs> she didn't pick one of us. So, I mean, when she just goes straight coin toss and shows no confidence in us, I am cheering for that coin to land on the wrong side. Now I okay. feel bad because I, you know, under my breath, told her to do the coin toss. Well, so just for fun, let's see what the first coin toss would be before she calls it. Oh, that's a tails. Okay. Okay, Brandy, heads <laughs> or tails to win the matter. prize? Uh, heads. Okay. She this. picks heads. Are we ready? Ready. ready. Flip it. Come on, tails. Flip it. Don't flip it too hard. What, what did she say? She said heads. It better be tails. I haven't looked yet. I'm going to remove my... Come on. Why are you voting against her so hard? Yeah, oh, dude. man. She didn't cheer, pick for pick us? It is heads. Woo! Oh! <laughs> Yay! She still won. So she wins a big basket of crap yeah. from the back. There she is. Brandy, everybody. Yeah. Our winner, 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 Brandy. winner. Brandy. <laughs> You're a fine girl. Fine girl. Um, okay. Well, Brandy's a big winner. I mean, she went. she lost two. But it's not how you start, it's how you finish. She even I said why... no to one of you two with the Right, I know. Answer. She didn't like our answers. I mean, to be fair, I didn't love my answer because I thought it was too obvious. Like, gifts is the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, well. You're just too smart. That's what it is. Clearly. <laughs> We've only opened like 10 gifts so far. But we're running thank you cards as we open the gifts. So we never get fully behind because my logic is if we open all the gifts and we're sitting there with all the thank you cards to write, one, we're not going to remember what we felt like when we opened the gift. And two, we're never going to get to them because we're like, I don't want to write thank you cards. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So we're doing a little at a time. Smart. Brandy, congratulations. Thank you. Dollar General has issued a recall of about 155,000 of its foldable like lounging chairs because there's a minor problem with them and they are amputating people's fingers. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean. They have issued a recall after reports of the chairs collapsing unexpectedly and causing lacerations and finger amputations. Oh. The company is recalling its True Living Sling Loungers, which were sold January 2019 to September 2019 for about 20 bucks. Thanks, it's like a deal. I want to go buy one more than <laughs> yeah. get one out. I mean, that's tragic. It's happened more than once. Yeah, that stinks. Uh, consumers are advised to stop using the chairs. 
and cut the fabric so no one else can use them. I'm assuming cut the butt out of the chair so you can't sit in yeah. it. Yeah, that makes it trash. So you just fall through it. Yeah. It looks like a really cool, like, sure. beach chair. Yeah. Man, that'll ruin your beach trip fast. Just sitting down with your beard. Yeah, you lose pinky? <laughs> yeah. That'll just ruin your trip. Ruins your month. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I mean, I need to know, is this like next level creepy or actually super creative and smart? So this uh, person found another person super attractive but didn't know how to get a hold of them but saw on their dog's collar they had their phone number. So oh. lifted the number from that and then reached out to them. <laughs> Man, I love a creative way to get in touch and hopefully make a spark. But you have to do that without letting them know how you got the number. Oh, they admitted it like right away. Ooh, It's all going to come down to if the person that owned the dog is attracted to the other person. Fine line between creepy and, and bold and... I lean on the creepy side, though. <laughs> I know. I'm just I lean thinking, on it. Like, I wonder if that girl thought it was creepy. Good thing. It just depends on how hot the guy was, honestly. <laughs> I, I do stand by. You always bring that up, and I'm like, it's so true. Ugh. It's like, if the girl is attracted to the guy, it's not creepy and it's not stalkerish. You're like, oh, wow, yay. What a great, lovely story. So and romantic. Then, yeah. And if so, for some reason she's not attracted at all, he's a crazy stalker. Oh, it's so risky. If so they're like, just generic people, though, meaning... Not super attractive, not super weird. We're just here the story. Does it lean creepy or romantic, Amy? <laughs> I don't. I, I, I guess creepy. I would say too, if there was some sort of spark, like if you talked to them and you felt like there was a, a nice moment there, that probably helps on mm-hmm. the romantic side of it. But if you're just seeing a dog and you steal the number because the girl's <laughs> cute, that's weird, man. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, I'm just glad like the address wasn't on there. He, they, he might have shown up and been like. Hello? <laughs> hey Morgan, what do you think? You're you're you know, you're not married now. She's the one that's left. <laughs> I I think it's creepy. No matter if the guy is attractive or not, I'd be like, why were you even paying attention to that? Like, if he was even cute in the first place, now I definitely don't think he's cute. Because that's a red flag to wow. me. Wow. What you want to do is try to use that phone number and find out their name or something, then find them on Instagram and fi- find a much less intrusive way of getting in touch with them. And yeah. never admit that and that's, never how, you admit that's how you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Eesh. All right. What else? So if you're into taking naps, a 20 minute nap is the ideal time. Or maybe if you feel guilty about taking a nap, you don't have to, because if you do take a 20 minute little siesta, you'll enjoy these science backed benefits. You'll instantly feel happier. That's what a short power nap does. You'll lower your risk of heart attack and stroke. You'll improve your brain power, and but don't overdo it. Less is more when it comes to napping. I won't take a nap unless I can take a full nap. At 20 How minutes, I did crap for me. That's not a full nap to no. you? What's a full nap to you? If I'm not an hour in, that oh. ain't a nap. I don't take a lot of naps, but if I lay down to take a nap, I need to not have a, a timer to wake me up. I need to naturally wake up because I'll feel worse after 20 minutes. I'll be discombobulated like I don't what what day is it who am I what's my middle name all that happens to me if I don't get a full nap in oh wow so okay. that doesn't work for me and lunchbox how long are your naps uh hour and a half two hours yeah. wow I mean that's it's basically I like, like going that. to bed sure yeah I mean that's what you need to do with I life I called Eddie at like 4.30 the other day I FaceTimed him and he wakes up at 4.35 p.m. from a nap. What? How and do you I was like, how sleep? do you do that? I found a window where my kids were out of the house, and I'm like, Daddy's going to take a nap. So I took a nap, and it was about an hour and a half. Did you still go to bed at normal time? Yeah, a little later. But yeah. what is yeah. your normal time? What, to go to bed? Yeah. 11. Oh. Oof. Do you still play video games at <laughs> <Right>. night? <laughs> if I have the time. Sometimes, recently, I haven't, but yes. All right, what else, Amy? So Taylor Swift and Dolly Parton made it onto Forbes' list of America's richest self-made 
women. Taylor came in 88th with 550 million, while Dolly Ooh. came in at 86 on the list with 350 million to her name. Uh, good for them. Shout out Let's to go, them. Girls. Yay. Good for them. Okay. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a girl in California who's only six years old, her name is Kaylee Helton. She is getting an award, a Distinguished Service Award for helping find a missing elderly man with Alzheimer's. Yeah, like they had helicopter crews out. They had launched drones. They were looking for this 70-year-old named Tom. And she just, she heard about the search. So she got her binoculars and she was out in the area and she was calling his name. Well, Tom happened to hear Kaylee and he responded and he was found. I mean, he was dehydrated. He had all kinds of other things going on, but it was all thanks to her and her efforts of joining the act. And yeah, so the sheriff's department is honoring her with award. How old is she? Six. Hmm. How does a six-year-old find a guy when drones, when helicopters, (laughs) like... Yeah, that's great. But also, we should recognize drones are able to do a lot of cool stuff now that 10 years ago we weren't able to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't send those suckers up to find things. Yeah, good for her. Six years old, saved a guy. Yeah, the lieutenant said she played a pivotal role in saving. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. There's a restaurant. For the price of $49, they will serve you a platter of food weighing over 15 pounds. Dang. You'll have just one hour to eat it all. Eat all 15 pounds of the food. 49 bucks. If you eat all of it, you get your money back. Wow. (laughs) No one's been able to do it yet. Win or lose, you get a t-shirt. The food challenge is loaded with eight breads, two papadums, which is a fried Indian bread, six desserts, two drinks, 14 side dishes, three rice bowls, two dolls, three dip sauces. Uh, 49 bucks, you get a shot at it. Oh, wow. If I don't want to eat that to begin with, I'm not trying to challenge who on this show would be the best competitive eater, though? Ray? No, Lunchbox. You think? He can eat like an animal. Yeah. You ever but, seen him eat? I've seen him eat, but fast. Yeah. Yes. He's ravenous. He's what? Ray, can you eat fast? Uh, yeah, and I can also put a lot of food in me, uh, especially on the weekends. <laughs> Honestly, that's when I go non-keto. I can put down a whole pizza. I can eat multiple burgers. I eat a lot of that. And Lunchbox, you feel pretty good about the eating challenge? Listen, I can eat so much. Like, I look like a small dude. I mean, I know my voice sounds like I'm big, but I can eat <laughs> and eat and eat. Like, I love food. And when I'm out to eat, I will eat people's leftovers. Like, they're done. I'll take it off their plate. Give me that. Give me that. Give me this that. That's true. Yeah. I, he mm. takes that fork and he's like, murr, murr, murr. at Mike D's wedding, he, I saw him go back four times to get more food. Uh, I did. So, if we come up with an eating challenge for a prize of $100, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, you got to give me something I like, though. You can't give me stuff I don't like. That's the problem. Well, Lunchbox is also going away for jury duty for a while. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. we might not know. But let's put this on the back burner. Let's All have right. a little eating challenge here on the show. What kind of food are you thinking? If anyone else wants to jump in, like, I think it'd be hilarious if Abby got in and beat them both, our nice. screener. Because she's so, like, she's just small. But some of those eaters are small. Morgan number two could probably eat. Morgan number two? Yeah, I can try it. I mean, I'm not against trying it. I love food, so I I can put some away. Well, this place <laughs> called Lily's Vegetarian Indian Restaurant. They, they give you all that food, 49 bucks. If you eat it all, you get your money back. All right, let's go over and talk to Amy and get the morning corny in. The morning corny. 
What does garlic do when it gets hot? What does garlic do when it gets hot? Takes all its cloves off. <laughs> Take its cloves. Oh, cloves. Cloves. cloves off. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <sighs> that was the morning corny. Before we get into the song, let me say uh, Wednesday of this week, eight new episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones. It goes up on Disney+. Plus. There are eight up right now. So if you have Disney+, Plus, please go watch. Even if you don't want to watch and you despise me, but you want to help out, just push play and leave the room. Just let it play. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> despise you? Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, why not? At Marble Slab, which is an ice cream place. You guys been to Marble Slab? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are over 250 locations. Most of them are in Texas or in the southeast. So if you're listening... And you're like, I don't know what that is. It's an ice cream place. Like, like uh, Baskin Robbins or, or DQ kind of. Cold Stone Creamery. But they yeah. only have ice cream. That's a good one. Yeah. Right? So they say, hey, you go. We have a Cheetos Flamin' Hot ice cream for $5.99. And there's a Cheetos Flamin' Hot shake for $6.99. <laughs> which sounds wild that you would eat ice cream with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Spicy ice cream. Well, Lunchbox went. Oh. So... Here you go. This is Lunchbox going out to the marble slab. And this is him explaining how they created it, doing a taste test and a review. Here you go. All right, so we're about to have some flaming Hot Cheetos ice cream. And so what they do is they take a scoop of vanilla, they put the Cheetos in it, and they mash it up, mix it around. So it kind of looks like strawberry when you're about to eat it. It looks like strawberry ice cream, but it really has flaming Hot Cheetos. Here we go. Mm, big bite. Got Cheetos mixed in there. Here we go. Mmm. It's just not very good. I got to be honest with you, it's not good. Because the Cheetos are all soggy. They're soggy. And then it's hot. And I, I just don't like spicy. I guess I don't like a spicy ice cream. I like spicy food. But with it in the ice cream, it's pretty terrible. It's a no for my my sophisticated palate says no bueno. Not good, huh? No, not good. I, I don't know. Maybe people, I, I, when you go to get ice cream, you want something that just tastes good. And yeah. Like, you would eat it and the ice cream good, and then it would just leave your mouth burning. And I was like, well, that's not what I want my ice cream to do. It just for me, no. And the Cheetos were soggy. If you eat, ever eat a soggy Cheeto, like you're at the pool and one drops in and you eat it, it's just not good. <laughs> right. That's true. Awesome. You've that's eaten true. a Cheeto that has dropped in a pool? Yeah. <laughs> like if you have a handful of Cheetos and you drop one, you pick it up out of the pool, it's soggy. You still put it in your mouth. No, no. But I don't think what, I do. I know. Oh, yeah. well, that's They're what it tastes way. like in the ice cream, and it's just not mm-hmm. good. Yeah. We're going to do a little something different in the next couple segments because Lunchbox is leaving today. We may not see Lunchbox for months. He's leaving for jury duty. If he gets put on a murder case, he wants to do it, and he may not come back. So since this is the last time we'll see Lunchbox for maybe, you know, weeks or even months, the OJ case, they were gone for like four oh, months. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a long time. Oh, man, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think about it. And you know that. you don't really get paid. I mean, it's very, very though, little. Right? It's very, very little. Oh, it is. It's very little. Oh. But you get like lunch and stuff, right? I think you get like a box sandwich. Right. Oh, that's Bye-bye. good. I'll take that. Free food's good. And I guess he still gets paid from this job. Oh, that's good. Too. Double paycheck? Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well, I don't think they match your pay from your job. Lunchbox heads off to jury duty in like 30 minutes. But in case he's on a case for like a month, we got to play easy trivia today. Because the winner today could be the grand champion and have the tiara. Lunchbox, you could go to jury duty today wearing the tiara. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be great. I wonder if they maybe. T- he definitely won't they- get it then. Oh. They won't let him on a case? No chance. <laughs> he won't well, make it through the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing to five. It's taken us months to get here. Amy four, Eddie four, Lunchbox four. Morgan number two has three wins. Wow. 
Ugh. So, if you miss it, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. You don't want to be boned. If you get it right and you win, you'll hear this song right here. You'll be the first ever champion of Super Easy Trivia. Uh, Let's go, guys. No one loses in round one. Up first is Amy. Amy, who is the longtime sweetheart of Mickey Mouse? Minnie. Minnie Mouse is correct. Everybody welcome Amy to Super Easy Trivia. Amy, tell us something about your childhood that maybe you haven't shared with us before. Oh, I don't know if I for sure shared this one on air, but one time my butt got stuck to the jacuzzi sucker in my parents' hot tub. That's traumatic for me. Luckily, I can still take baths to this day. Wow. Wow, that's cool. That do- documentary. Yeah. Really, that, yeah, that, for somebody sure. should cover that. <laughs> they had to rescue me. I had a big, like, hickey on my butt from it. They had to awful. rescue her. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lunchbox, you're up next. What color are the Simpsons cartoon characters? They're yellow. They are yellow. That's Woo! correct. Yeah. Welcome, Lunchbox, to the game. Lunchbox, tell us something about your childhood that maybe you haven't shared with us yet. Uh, I broke my right arm twice when I was four years old. The first time, my brother pushed me off the slide. I broke it the day after I got the cast off. My dad was leaving for work. I ran. His truck was driving away, and I dove after the truck because he forgot to give me a kiss and landed back on that arm and broke it again. Wow. And I went to the doctor, and they said, what happened? And my mom said, well, he dove, and he goes, I'm asking him because they thought my parents were abusing me. They do that. Wow. Wow. Fun fact about Lunchbox's adulthood is that he still kisses his dad on the on lips. On the lips. Mm-hmm. And my mom. Yeah. <laughs> He's a mouth. He kisses mom and dad on the lips. It's wild. Absolutely. And I kiss my kids on the mouth. <laughs> okay, there you go. Eddie, over to you. Okay. What is Winnie the Pooh's favorite treat? Oh, that's honey. That is honey. Honey. That is correct. <laughs> Eddie, there he is. Eddie. Woo! Tell us something about your childhood. When I was two years old, uh, my mom caught me licking the air freshener out of the toilet, and she thought I was going to die, so she called poison control. They said it was all right. They just rinsed my mouth out. Hey, it's a good story, bud. It looked like a lollipop to me, I guess. Lick it like a lollipop. (laughs) And then finally, Morgan number two, which character's life quest is to hunt down the Roadrunner? An old one? Come on. I never watched that show. Well, nobody Um, loses in the first round. It's... I don't know. All I know is Roadrunner. Who's Roadrunner's enemy? I, I I don't know. Isn't this like an I don't know, like the the, the oh, big man. bad wolf? I really needed Morgan to stay in it just in case. Well, she's not losing she right now. She can't go out. She can't oh, go yeah. out in the first round. Okay. The answer is Wiley Coyote. Yeah. But but you don't lose. There she has Morgan, who probably ain't gonna win. But <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that either. What? I had Bugs Bunny in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Morgan, tell us something about your childhood. Uh, I mean, when I was in elementary school, I always got in trouble with all of the teachers. They'd call my parents because I was hanging out with all of the boys playing kickball instead of hanging out with girls like I was supposed to be. So um, I was a problem child in elementary school for playing too many sports. There you go. Morgan number two, everybody. All right, let's play the game. If you miss it now, you're out of here. Oh, boy. Easy trivia for the tiara, for the championship. Mm. Amy, you're up first. Where are the Olympics being held? Tokyo. Correct. Nice job. Lunchbox, what color means go on a stoplight? Oh, that's green. Is that the easiest question I mean, we've ever had? Really easy. Yeah, yeah, I don't even... Okay. Whoa, Tokyo's pretty easy, guys. Uh, well, not unless you don't watch the news. Which American president, Eddie, appears on the $1 bill? That is George Washington. Correct. Hey, Morgan, how many holes are there in a full round of golf? Nine. Is there not nine? <laughs> what? 
Seven, nine, really twelve. I don't know. Stay in. Seven. I just did. Oh boy. I thought it was nine. Stay, stay okay. Um, well, sorry. There's gonna be a champion. Maybe people in her life, they, that's what they play. Sorry, I've got to push this push this button. Here You've you go. been boned. The answer and is, that means there's going to be a champion. The answer is 18. 18. There are 18 oh, holes of golf. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of holes. Oh, that's what Caitlin real. says. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin says that too. M- most women say that. Yeah, she's like, what, a, what a hole are you on? I'm like, 11? She goes, only 11? Okay. Uh, we will have a champion today. Someone will have the tiara. Woo! Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Amy, starting with you. Mm-hmm. Two of the planets in our solar system begin with a letter M. Mm-hmm. Mercury and Mars. Can you name them? Mm-hmm. I just did. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> oh, man. I'm focused now. Lunchbox, how many inches are there in a foot? <laughs> what? Twelve. That's correct. Woo. <laughs> I just get nervous for every question now because there's a tiara on the line. Every question is nerve-wracking. Sorry. I really want this tiara. Yeah, all you guys do. Yeah. Eddie. Come on. What is the part of the human eye that controls the amount of the light that passes through it? What? That's a, it's, it's much tougher than how many inches are in a yeah. foot. And what color is go on the stoplight, on the traffic light? Okay, yes. what about planets that start with the letter M? <sighs> Hold on, let me. Hey, think. I wasn't. Co- I, I you attacked me. I know, question. Amy. I'm just saying they were saying mine were easy. Man, I don't. I'm. I'm like retina over here. Iris. Gosh, but I don't know what even retina does. I think I don't know, man. I I'm a camera guy, and I know that when when you have a camera, the camera's built on the eye. Like that's how they design the camera. And when you want more light, they say open up your iris. So just give me iris. You think he's right? <laughs> I have no idea. It's a hard one for this early. Yeah, now that he said Iris, I had something different in my what head. What would you have said? I don't know. Now I'm confused. The answer There's is cornea. The answer is Iris. Ah! <laughs> yeah! Wow, I would have missed Gosh, that. Gosh, cornea didn't even come up in my oh, mind. Oh, really? That was the no. first thing in my mind. But I mean, wow. I never thought Iris, so. Amy, how many feet are in a yard? What? I don't. Oh. I don't know. I don't know how many yards are in a feet. Think about that. How many feet are in a yard? I didn't say how many yards in a feet. I said how many feet. <laughs> she even messed the question up. Wait, what is it? How many okay. feet are in a yard? I'm picturing a yardstick. Like a football field has yards. Yeah, I'm picturing a yardstick. The one in class. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. yeah. Probably been a while since I've seen one. I don't know. Three. I don't know. Three is correct. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Lunchbox. What's the name for the holes on the moon's surface? Uh, uh, craters. Correct. <laughs> why, why are you shaking your head? Yeah, he's getting the easiest questions. These are, the, these are all written out. I get oh, it. Stop, Amy, Eddie, how many feet? <laughs> Or in a yard, and you're going to talk about Mike. Stop. Well, I I definitely had that was a struggle for me. Eddie, if you suffer from arachnophobia, what animal are you scared of? Ooh, spiders. Correct. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it was yeah, hard. So easy. <laughs> easy trivia, Amy. What's the world's fastest land animal? Cheetah. Correct. Yes. Lunchbox. What's the smallest state in America? Mm-hmm. He's out. No. Oh, I don't think so. That's pretty. I thought it's pretty easy. Yeah. No. yeah. No. 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 Uh, go th- thanks to Jim Carrey, the Rhode Island State Police. Correct. Me, myself, and Irene. Yep. Nice. 
Eddie, what bird lives in Antarctica and cannot fly? That is a penguin. Nice. <sighs> Would you have known that one? Yes. Okay. I watch Penguin I Town. I didn't realize there were birds. Wait, they, what? They have wings. You didn't realize yeah. a penguin was a bird? They were birds. No. They were pretty birds. I bird. thought they were fishes, like mammals. Like <laughs> fishes. Whales. Fishes aren't mammals. <laughs> I mean, they can <laughs> swim, like, like but like, whales. they're well, I thought they swim. I, I <laughs> thought they swim like a whales. A duck is a bird, too. Easy trivia. We are to Lunchbox. How many ounces are in a pound? <laughs> oh, is that me? It's Amy. No. Oh, it's Amy. Yeah. Amy, how many ounces are in a pound? Um, I don't know who it is. I just read them in order. Well, 16 ounces are in a... 8 ounces are in a... I think it's... Oh, gosh. I don't... I just don't want to answer too quickly on this one because now I'm like... 8 ounces is a cup, but we're not talking cups. We're talking pounds. And for whatever reason, 16 came to my mind. But why? Need an answer? <sighs> 16? Is that your answer? Yes. Correct. Wow. Crazy. How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've caught myself like not breathing during this segment. <laughs> like I'm like, breathe. Lunchbox, how many Great Lakes are there? Um, there has to be. I have Huron, Erie, Michigan. What other ones are there? Well, I'm not going to tell you. That would give you the answer. <clears throat> how many Great Lakes are there, Lunchbox? Do you have about five seconds? Huron, Erie, Michigan, September... Ontario. Uh, I'll just go with five. Five is right. Yeah. Yeah! There's five of them? Homes is what you do to remember it. It's Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior. Not September. (sighs) Lunchbox is in late September. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie, how many degrees is a right angle? A right angle. That's the L. Give me 90. 90 is correct. Wow. Easy trivia. (laughs) We're rocking along here. Amy, oh, this is I, okay. it's hard. Great. It's well, fine. they're just getting a little harder. Well, 90 degrees was not hard, so I'm just going to say that. Yeah, and that's I, the first easy one I've gotten, though. That's what, not true. What's the name of the coffee shop in Friends? Oh, Central Perk. Oh, wow. Yeah, duh. Phew. Okay. <laughs> Friends fan. <laughs> Lunchbox, what's the longest bone in the human body? Here we go. He's like, okay, the pinky toe. He's he starts counting. Of the body. I know it, but I shouldn't say it. Stop. What's the longest bone in the human body? Stop. Easy trivia. For the championship, if you're just turning us on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, why did that jump in my head? Mm. Golly. I, Five seconds. I'm, I'm just going to go with the first thing that popped in my head, the humorous. The humorous. That would be yeah. the funny bone? <laughs> is, that, is that right? <laughs> I can't. I got to push this button. Oh, my Dang God. It! Dang it. You've been booed. Is it the femur? It's the yes. femur. Yes. Gosh. What's the humorous? <laughs> I don't know, but it popped in my head first, and it was that or femur, and I said, don't second guess yourself, you idiot, and I'm an idiot. Lunchbox God. has been eliminated. Oh, lunchbox. Woo! Let's go. It's Eddie and All right, Amy. Amy, I hope you win. I hope you win, Amy. Eddie, come on. A, sh- uh. a shuttlecock <laughs> is used in what sport? <laughs> shuttlecock? I mean, is that what you push the little thing with on um, uh, shuffleboard? It's a shuttlecock. I've never heard of a shuttlecock. The only thing I know is shuffleboard. It's a stick that you push the, 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 the thing with. 
If you miss this, you lose, and Amy's the champion. She has the tiara. If it is not shuffleboard, you lose. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Say, uh, say the question again. A shuttlecock is used in what sport? Did that help you? Dang it. You're that again. <laughs> well, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking now, uh, but I call it a birdie. Like, is that a, a, the thing in the bad? You have five seconds. Mm. A shuttlecock. I feel like we talked about this a month ago or something, and somebody said shuttlecock. It's with a birdie, but I called it a birdie. Bat, badminton. Badminton. Are you sure you no. don't want to go back to... You went from shuffleboard to badminton? Well, because I've never heard of that. I need you to pick one of the two. Mm-hmm. I've always called it a birdie, but I think it's the bad. I think it's badminton. The it's- answer is badminton. Yes! Yes! Wow. You went from... <gasps> Amy. Definitely not knowing it. What's the largest planet in the solar system? The largest planet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Earth? That's incorrect. Yeah. It's Jupiter. Okay. Oh, wow. Well. I didn't know that. Eddie, oh, what well. president was born in Hawaii in 19... 19- Barack Obama? I mean... Oh, yeah. wow. That's correct. Come on! And there he is. Yes! <laughs> wow. Guys, I've been dreaming of this for the past month. Like, I've wanted... Ever since you got that tiara, I've wanted it. And I finally got it! You are the tiara wearer, the Woo! winner. You are the champion in easy wow. trivia. There he is, Eddie. Wow, thank you, everyone. Lunchbox, thank you for the support. <laughs> <laughs> Around the room, name a perfect movie, or as perfect as a movie can be. Amy? Well, mine is Steel Magnolias because, well, you feel everything. You're connected to them. You laugh so hard. You cry so hard. So you have all these emotions. And then my favorite, Julia Roberts and Dolly Parton, are in the movie. Name perfect. a perfect movie, Eddie. I'm going to have to go Back to the Future. Just because... The one is so good, yeah. all, all of the details in Back to the Future, the way they just go back and everything makes sense to me, it's written perfectly, done perfectly. It's a perfect movie to me. Uh, Netflix season two of the movies that made us, they do Back to the Future, and they even show the guy who... He shot the first part of the movie, and they didn't use him. They, they fired him and hired Michael J. Fox. Oh, really? They show some of that footage. He's not a famous guy? Just, he is. Oh, who, who is he? F, Eric Idle. Is that his name? Oh, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. That's Maybe right. that's what it I is. I do remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. He was the guy, and he was wow. a little too serious, and they were like, let's go, let's get Michael J. Fox. It's a great series. A perfect movie. Lunchbox. American Pie. I mean, it has humor, it has drama, it has beautiful women, and it has a huge twist. I mean, that's everything you want in a movie, and you feel for those people you've been there. Because in high school, you knew exactly each person in that movie. You had a friend like that. Is the huge twist a flute? Yeah. That's the twist? <laughs> that's the twist okay. at the end when he's like... Ah, yeah, we know. I don't yeah, want to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, I say Forrest Gump. Yes. Forrest Gump, to me, is a perfect movie. If I'm not mistaken, I think those are the same. Back to the Future and Forrest Gump, same guy. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to put Shawshank Redemption in there. Oh, so good. When I list out movies that I just go, you have one movie to recommend to somebody, and if they like it, you live, and if they don't, you die. That's a rough game to get involved oh, wow. in anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, The Sandlot is another one that I put up there. If you, you know, you like baseball at all, I think that's a good one. Raymundo, what's a perfect movie to you? Wedding Crashers, because there's a lot of humor. There's weddings. Who doesn't love those? There's relationships, there's traveling, there's great characters in it. And to make things even better, there's another one coming out. Usually if there's a sequel, it means it was a pretty darn good movie. 
Movie Mike, who has Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Mike D, what's a perfect movie to you? The Dark Knight. From beginning to end, love it. I can rewatch it as many times. Still great. Morgan? It's a newer one. It's Ready Player One, and it's like oh, great. adventure, yeah. thriller, romance. It has an epic ending, and it, like I can watch it on repeat. Especially if you like a little science, little science fiction. That could really be a, a huge underrated movie. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have seen that. I only I watched it because it was on, I don't and think. I was it was on like the screen. I was like, I have nothing to do, and I watched it, and I just fell so in love good, with it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you can. We'll put this up on Facebook. You guys tell us. Like, what's the perfect movie? Like, tell us your perfect movie. We do have to say goodbye to Lunchbox because he's leaving right now. Uh, he's going to jury duty. He wants to be put on a case. He's like, what, you, what, what kind of case would you prefer? Oh, man. I, man, I don't want to say murder, but I would say murder. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say murder. <laughs> but he's going to say murder. Because <laughs> I need to see people get cross-examined on the stand, and I need, you know, people to object. I need people to cry. I need emotion. I need it all because I watch it on TV, and it looks awesome and so i need to be in that kind of jury will you be the juror that has a notepad or are you just going all for memory no notepad i, I want to look professional so like when the people are looking at me like well i looked at juror four and i mean you could tell he was that that witness really got to him or that witness he wasn't believing that witness that witness wasn't credible are you dressing any specific way so you get chosen uh i just have i have a button-up shirt and jeans that's it i mean i didn't really put a suit or anything on because yeah. i felt like that was overdoing it i didn't want to look too eager but i didn't want to look like <laughs> sloppy you know what i'm saying felt that well, good luck we hope you get a case that Whew. that fulfills you thank you uh, and remember if the judge says hey you can't be on it sorry you've been dismissed what do you stand up and yell no, you're dismissed. Hey, that's right. I love it. Woo! <laughs> and then I'll tell him, hey, judge, I hold you in contempt of court. Yeah. Uh-huh. Contempt that... of this court and then do like the, the, like the DX oh, move. Oh, the, 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 the chop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Lunchbox. We'll see you. Text us. If you don't, you, you probably won't get selected uh, before the end of the show. But give us an update in about an hour if you get there to let us know what's going on. I'll let you know. All right. There he is. Uh, Lunchbox is leaving us. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Well, there was a group of friends just hanging on the shoreline of Alaska, and they notice a big whale, an orca, is stranded on the shoreline. So they're like, what do we do? We call the wildlife service, but they're really far away. So they start getting buckets and start wetting the, the orca. Like dumping it on them. Dumping it on yeah. them. And then some guy's like, I work at a shop. I have a water pump. Well, go get the water pump. So they got the water pump to just put water all over the whale until the wildlife people could get there. They finally got there. The high tide came up, and they all shoved the whale back in the That's water. Crazy. And they cool. saved him. That's like the ocean's version of my Bronco breaking down when the cops <laughs> pushed me on the side of the road. Uh, yeah, kind of. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because they waited, and then they all pushed me back over to the parking lot. <laughs> Pretty line. cool, man. Dang, that is cool. I don't know that I know the difference in an orca and a whale. Orca is Shamu. I don't know the difference in an orca and a whale. Well, it's hey, a... I said what I said. <laughs> okay, all right. Google the, it. The black and the white. <laughs> yeah, man, Shamu. Uh, orca is a whale, but it's a kind of whale. It's not a oh, sperm it whale. Yeah, it's not a blue whale. It's like a dog. Whale. Like you have a bulldog, but it's a dog. It's a, a breed of a whale. Is that? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We know you could be anywhere in the whole world. You could be on a YouTube channel. You could be on a podcast, but you're here with us. Your friends at the Bobby Bone Show. We are very grateful for that. Let's go over now and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. You may remember me talking about the Olympics, and we were winning the medal count, but we were not winning the gold medal count. And for me, I need to win both 
to be considered king of the Olympics. And I feel like America should be king of the Olympics. And we just weren't there in gold. Mm -hmm. So now that the Olympics are over, total medal count all together, USA 113, China 88, Russia 71, right? Okay. Look yeah. at us. Yeah, yeah. Suck on those eggs, China and Russia. Yeah. But... In the gold medal count, let's go. China has 38. The U.S. has 39. We Ooh! came through. We came yeah! through at the end. That's right. That's right. China can kick rocks. That's right. So, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we won. We are king of the Olympics again. Thank you. Now, does that count like for like, all the basketball players? No. Okay. That's one Just gold one medal. medal. All right. Got it. For the I was team. Say, that's not yeah. fair, but... <laughs> I'm probably going to get hacked by somebody in China today. Yeah. This gets Just over to them. That. That's right. My name is Producer Eddie. No. No, yes. <laughs> in case you guys want to hack. Remember that venomous uh, snake we're talking about? Cobra. Yeah, it was a cobra that was a pet that escaped. And they're like, this is one of the most venomous snakes in the world. And it's running around a North Texas town and they cannot find it. Well, the venomous snake is still on the loose. It, but now has a Twitter account. <laughs> okay. So uh, is it running it or who's Remember the it? venomous West African banded cobra that went missing last week, the story asks. Well, it's still on loose and now it's taken to Twitter to share its adventures as the search continues. Now, this is all funny until the snake bites, bites somebody. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But if you do want to follow it on Twitter, it's at Cobra Grand. <laughs> the snake has over 5,000 followers and counting. That snake went missing around 6.30 p.m. Tuesday, August 3rd. I mean, things going to end up being found, but going to be massive in a ditch somewhere. I had a friend in Austin. He took a gator from down in Louisiana, drove it back to Texas in the back of his truck, thought oh he'd keep gosh. it as a pet. Oh, my gosh. No. Parked in the Walmart parking lot to go inside, came out, the gator was gone. <laughs> <laughs> they found that thing in a ditch. Oh. Like months later, they, by they, I mean random people found a gator in a ditch. And the story was, how did a gator get to Austin, Texas? And my buddy who brought the gators didn't say anything. He just played it cool. Never knew a gator. So that snake will end up hopefully in a yard, but not eat a kid, you know? Yeah. Well said. In related animal news, did you see that Barry the owl died in Central Park? Don't know who that is. Oh! Okay, I didn't know about him until this weekend either, but now I had like I had to have a moment of silence. He's this beautiful owl that lives at Central in Central Park and he was hit by a utility vehicle when he was flying low and died. But like people have tons of video footage and pictures because everybody that went to Central Park, especially regularly, knew Barry the Owl. And it just was so heartbreaking. So but it has had a collision with a maintenance truck. Never heard of Barry the Owl. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did see your cat on Instagram over the weekend. Your yeah. new cat. Which, by the way, you're calling yourself a cat mom. You're a cat grandma. Mm, no. Yeah, your daughter's Ooh. the cat mom. You're a cat grandma. Yeah, okay. Okay. Do we not agree? Yes. That cat would not be here if it was not Her for grandma. Me. My grandma raised me. That's what grandmas say, too. But your daughter mm-hmm. is the cat mom. Mm-hmm. You are the cat grandma. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to get specific. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In final news, this is crazy. Uh, Claire Dunn, who is a country music artist. Ray, will you play a clip of Claire Dunn, please? More than my words could ever say More than you know you were worth waiting She was physically assaulted by a Nashville Lyft driver on June 26th. Listen to this story. Because as I was reading it, I was like, this can't be real. But she was 
in the car. Now, she lives in Colorado, but she was in Nashville doing songwriting. She went out with some friends. She got a Lyft, which is like an Uber, on the way home. The driver dropped her friend off first, but then she was like, hey, this is how you get there. Go this way, but wouldn't follow the directions to her place. She said, quote, I was like, that's my turn. Where are you going? He was screaming at me. She didn't let up on the guy, so he pulled over the car about a mile from her house, and that's when it got real bad. Quote, before I could even get to my phone to call 911, he grabbed me by the collar, ripped me out of the back seat, and slammed me face first into a ditch. What? Somehow in the scuffle, I called 911, but I didn't even get that number right. It was a miracle they called me back. When I came to, I was screaming. I saw headlights. He left me and then took off. She had bruises on her face, was bleeding, went into the emergency room. She filed a police report, and a detective helped her identify the driver. And she's speaking out now because she wants to share the lessons that she learned. She said, always take a screenshot of the driver's information from the Rideshare app. But crazy that that guy was like, nope, pulled her out, beat her up, and then drove off. I know. what? I mean, why did he do that? And then also... Like, why would you, if you are working for a company where people do have your information, they're going to find you. Somebody ordered you and you arrived, so somebody has your information. It's not like you can get away with that. I would assume you're putting rational thought into an irrational situation with an irrational person. Clearly, yeah. I I agree with that. Which is, it's like trying to figure out why somebody crazy does something. Well, you can't use normal thoughts to figure out why crazy people do crazy things. Right. They're clearly in a part of their brain that we don't understand. But glad that she's okay. And heck, glad that she's alive. Yeah. That could have ended up a lot worse. But yeah, good. I mean, thankfully, she's speaking out about it and reminding others what they can do to try to stay safe. You guys can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. What do you want to say? What's on your mind? What comment do you have about the show? 877-77-BOBBY. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On the phone is Tyler in Alabama. Hey, Tyler, appreciate you calling. What's going on, bud? Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. So, I would like to propose to my better half. But, unfortunately, the issue that I have is she is a very, very smart woman. And she catches on to things very, very quickly. So, making it a surprise is really becoming a big challenge. And I'm just not sure what to do. Well, it sounds like she's smart, but you... You you could surprise her if you put a little work into it. Like, Kaylin's very smart, too, and she is on to everything I do. I would say this, Tyler. I would have a friend, if you have one, help you plan the surprise. And, heck, don't let you know everything. Because if you don't know, then she won't know. You know, if you could have them like, hey, I want to do it on this day, you handle handle this business. Um, I don't think she'll ever catch on that way. Or just don't surprise her. Because I would rather not be surprised and get like a half-butt surprise where I'm kind of like, well, I knew it was coming. Now I got to fake it. Either don't surprise her at all or you outsource that stuff where you go like, hey, Mike, I need you to help me plan this surprise. That way it doesn't get to her. So that would be my advice. Is, hey, the best thing is you're marrying up. I married someone smarter and funnier than I am, and sometimes that's annoying. I used to, I would never mind getting into like an argument with somebody because I would feel like I got them. I'm quick. I'm witty. Where I need to dig into some, you know, part of me. I need to go into a bucket and pull out some crazy stuff. I got it. I, I don't beat her. So now I've changed my fighting technique. If we ever argue about something, instead of just going pound for pound, like, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, well, this. Oh, yeah, well, this. Now I just mope. 
It's a whole new style. <laughs> I'm just like, mm. no, I'm just going to go in the other room. I don't even I don't even go heads up anymore. So, Tyler, I would, uh, if I were you, I would have a friend help you do it and do most of the work so she can't catch on. Or just tell her, hey, there's not going to be a surprise. It's time for me to propose so we can move on. Which is not the most romantic, but very practical. All right, bud? All right, I thank you. I didn't help him that much, no. but... <laughs> <laughs> but good luck. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. There's a woman who went hiking. And imagine you're, you know, walking up a hill, you start to get a little, like, a little woozy. And you're like, oh, well, man. They, well, then you pass out. Well, so you come back to life, and the person that kind of brings you back to life, you're like, hey, I recognize you. And it's a celebrity. Wouldn't that be the craziest thing to happen? Yes, I would think that I was like, hallucinating. Totally you would th- yeah, you would think yeah. you really weren't awake yet. You're right. just in, like, some crazy dream. But this happened to a woman. And Julie Bowen who plays Claire Dumphy on Modern Family, was the one that was hiking near her and saved her, like (laughs) got her up and called 911 and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. Well, the crazy thing is she was hiking with her sister and her sister is also a doctor. So not only she got saved by a celebrity and a celebrity sister who's a doctor. So like Claire Bowen's sister. Yeah, she was hiking with her sister. So the woman that fainted and hit her nose, like it was, she she got like double lucky. (laughs) Well, okay. Wouldn't the move be, though, if you see a celebrity, you could just pa- fake pass out? <laughs> no. oh. And then you kind of get some attention. Hmm. Or it's like on the sandlot when Squints goes down. Yes. And Julie Peppercorn has to give him mouth-to-mouth. Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. Sorry, <laughs> Wendy Peppercorn has to give him mouth, mouth-to-mouth. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Yeah. You know, it kind of, when you just do that, like you're walking by and you're like, I think that's Eric Church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. Here's a call. Jamie in Pennsylvania. Jamie, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? Hey, Bobby. Hey, everybody. Thank you so hey. much for putting me on. Um, yeah. I have an amazing everyday hero story for you guys. Okay. Um, two friends and I were on a mom vacation to Atlantic City this past weekend, and we were out for breakfast, and a woman at a table next to us um, all of a sudden went unresponsive, and she kind of collapsed. And one of the friends that I was with is an amazing nurse, and she did not hesitate. She jumped into action, ran over to the woman, um, checked her over, and saw that she did not have a pulse and she was not breathing. She immediately started performing chest compressions on this woman and was able to kind of bring her back to consciousness um, while we were calling 911 and getting the ambulance there. And basically, if it wasn't for, you know, Something upstairs telling us that we needed to be there that day. You know, who knows what have happened to this woman. But I just wanted to let you guys know that nurses are amazing. And this friend of mine is a true American hero, in my opinion. You saw all this go down. I had been freaking out the whole time. I did. Oh, yes. Uh, the other friend and I were absolutely freaking out. Um, we were all pretty hysterical. But our, our nurse friend, she stayed calm. She was collected. She took care of this woman. And even after the paramedics got there and she kind of handed everything over, she went over and was consoling the woman's daughter, like patting her on the shoulder, hugging her, making sure she was okay. Just amazing. I have never seen anything so amazing in my life. She That's is pretty a cool. true hero. Well, does your nurse hero friend have a name? Can we shout her out? Yes, her name is Jessica. Her name is Struggle Jennings. <laughs> Again. She wanted to remain anonymous, but it is Struggle Jennings. Yeah, shout out Jessica. Shout out Jessica. That is pretty awesome. That's really awesome, actually. And I'm glad you got to call in. So thank you for sharing that story with us. Yes, thank you guys so much. I love your show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate that. 
I was reading a story about O.J. Simpson over the weekend. Mm, that guy. I don't normally click on O.J. stories. <laughs> so two things come to my mind. One, we had talked last week about a guy who was in jail for 30 years, and he didn't do it, and they found some evidence. And they're like, oh, he's been in jail 30 years, but we found some evidence he didn't do it. Let him free. And I'm like, what if he spent your whole life in jail? Like, how resentful? Would you try to get over that and just live your remaining years? Would you always hold a, you know, something deep down inside of you that just stayed angry? Then I came across this O.J. Simpson story. And I, from what, everything that I've read and seen and learned and think I know, I feel like he did it. Just from, I wasn't there. But from what I've read and seen and know and understand, I feel like he did it. Now, wouldn't it be crazy, though, if something came out and that, was he, like, didn't, he, that yeah. he didn't do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, because be. I tried to in my life, because I wasn't there and didn't see it, I try to not go all in on being absolutely sure. Like, he probably did it, let's be honest. <laughs> but... There's been crazier stories that have come out. Remember the Duke lacrosse, the guys that that supposedly raped oh, the girl, yes. and then they went. Those guys were done. Turns out they didn't do it. Mm. Now this is OJ. It's different. He probably did it, <laughs> but what if he didn't? Right? But I think he did. However, he says he will not go to Los Angeles anymore because he's in fear of running into the real killer. Oh wow! <laughs> all after all this time. <laughs> oh no, man. And what do you think the real killer is going to do, OJ? Stab you? <laughs> yeah, right? That's my question. Like, this guy, if there, and I don't think there was, but if there was another person who did the killing, he's probably playing it cool. He's not stabbing you, OJ. Yeah. OJ's kind of an idiot, huh? If you were, like, in a high-profile murder case and you got out, would you keep talking about it over and over and over for the rest of your life? Snoop doesn't. Snoop was almost went to jail for murder. That would be the smart thing to do. Snoop chills. Snoop does the Olympics now and talks about <laughs> right. hey, he's out. Corona commercials. Well, just, yeah. Did Snoop do it? He did was he... found not guilty. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, you have your opinions. Um, I, I was so I don't young. even remember what he did. I'm like, Snoop murdered somebody? <laughs> no, I, Mike, can you uh, look that up and find that story? I don't yeah. think it was as clear and cut like that, but he, he was on trial for murder. Um, from TMZ, O.J. Simpson said with a straight face that he won't return to Los Angeles out of fear of running into the actual person who murdered his ex-wife. Because he's the mur- the murderer still in L.A. Yeah. Or how do we even know? It's not. It's like the murderer elbows him at the airport. Yeah. Hey man, it's, it's me. Remember hey, me? I know you're in trouble, but it's me. Oh. Um, rapper Snoop Doggy Dog, which was his name back then. This is from the L.A. Times. Is acquitted of murder. He's one of the nation's preeminent rap artists. He was acquitted along with his bodyguard Tuesday of first and second degree murder charges in the shooting death of a gang member, a gang member at a Palms Park. Jurors also acquitted the 24-year-old rapper whose real name is Calvin Brodius and bodyguard McKinley Lee on one charge of conspiracy to commit assault in connection with the August 1993 death of Philip Walderman. But the panel deadlocked on a manslaughter charge. Yeah, I don't know the rest of it, but that's the first part of it. Wow, and don't I'm not going to read the whole story. Is forever. I mean, we were kids. But yeah. you know why you don't remember it? Because he doesn't Snoop talk, talk about, about it. it. That's mm-hmm. right. And he was found not guilty. Gosh. Glad everybody's here. Thank you, guys. Hey, call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. We love to talk to you as much as we love to talk to ourselves in this room. So 877-77-BOBBY. Let's do headlines from the weekend. I'll go first. Headline is, got served a big old piece of humble pie. <laughs> now, let me explain to you. I had a pretty fantastic weekend. Caitlin and I go back to Arkansas, which is where I'm from, and we have a little cabin in central Arkansas. We rarely get there. I probably work a little too much, but we go back and we stay there for a couple of days because 
the governor and the first lady of Arkansas invited us to come to this dinner and have dinner with them. It's a little charity event, but we, we sat with them and we went up and spent some time with them and, you know, in the house for a little bit and then went down to dinner together and ate and talked. It's fantastic. And, and I can just show you this on my phone. And it's, you have to get dressed up. You're hanging out with the governor, you know? And so Caitlin's got on this, you know, really like super hot body suit, whatever she calls it. And I'm in a nice little suit and tie. And we sit down at the table. And at the table, they have everybody's name marked. And it's like the seal of the governor. It has your name under it. it. Had Caitlin's name there, the governor's name. It had his wife, you know, the first lady. And I kid you not, there's the seal on top, Amy. And then what does it say? Am I? No way. It says Bobby Jones. No way. Dang. That's a joke, right? Was, I know, but they did it on purpose. Like they're, It was they're not like, a joke. And obviously the governor whoa. didn't do it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an intern. And I showed him and he was like, I, and I, that. he laughed a little bit, but I think a little bit he was, pre- <laughs> he was pretty, I meant to take it with me, but I took a picture of it. Mm, that's so funny. there I was. Yeah. So a little, and I showed Caitlin and she laughed and she's like, just when you think your britches are getting a little, little just right, just getting a little big. You know, this shows you, you're getting a little big for your britches. How did that pie taste? It's pretty humble pie, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the humble pie. But it was, it was a, it was a fantastic night. We, it, it wasn't not political at all. I posted it on Instagram and someone's like, I can't believe you would go to dinner with the governor. Like, why wouldn't I? I like the guy. I don't have to, I don't agree with everything anyone stands for. No, it's a crazy concept. It really is. I don't agree with everything Eddie stands for. He's my best friend. Correct. The only person that I agree with all the time, me. I and then some, say Caitlin. No. Sometimes you don't. And then sometimes I think I'm an idiot. But I really enjoy the uh, the governor. And it's it, for a kid that grew up in a small town in Mountain Pine, Arkansas, I never thought that I would get to even meet the governor, much less have dinner with them. So it was fantastic. And then if you go to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, I post a picture of Caitlin and I from that night. And I'd like to read you one of the comments, there are a lot like this, but it was kind of indicative of, of after you look at that picture, if you go look at it, Mr. Bobby Bones, someone wrote, any beautiful blonde walking in any establishment in Arkansas usually turns a lot of heads, more so when the other one is not so hot. Hmm. Talking about me. Why is it necessary to put that? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, well, it's that's, It wasn't it's not. even like from a burner account or like a... No, it was, I think it someone a, just really just real, saying yeah. it. They're like, hey... Yeah, somebody pretty walks into a room, heads turn, especially when the person they're with is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be the ugly one. Why am I the ugly one? Uh, that was my weekend, though. It was, it was pretty fantastic. Um, Amy, headline from the weekend. Headline would be, my neck, my back. <laughs> Isn't that a song? <laughs> yes, and you don't want to know the next line. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I had a I had a chiropractor appointment on Saturday to get everything worked on and my my neck has been having issues for a while but my back has been relatively pain free for 2020 my lower back and most of last year and you know half of this year and it's because of the covid we weren't going anywhere I wasn't wearing heels but about three weeks ago, I wore heels on Friday night to Bobby's rehearsal dinner, and I wore heels most of all day Saturday at Bobby's wedding, and I was dancing in heels, and that is the culprit. We figured it out. Because I was like, why in the world is my back pain suddenly returned after being gone? And that's that's the culprit, your wedding and my heels. <laughs> so. I guess if you haven't worn heels in a long time, that does it, huh? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I mean, it's like wrecked me. So we're working on putting me back together. <laughs> Eddie, your weekend? Oh, easy. My kids are baptized and great barbecue. So two part to that. Yes, it's really cool. My kids are baptized. Three of the four. Uh, it was a great day. Uh, they were so happy. We were all so happy. But I got to buy barbecue at the market on Saturday. And I made friends with the butcher, and he gave me some deals. He's like, dude, I'll text you next week. We got some good deals on brisket. So now I got a local butcher, and that to me is the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. That's funny. And also, you're getting older. Oh, That's gosh. pretty cool. I didn't realize that. No, yeah. I like that. Because <laughs> I'm starting to get those old deals on people, too. Yeah. Man, I was pumped. Uh, Morgan, what is your headline for the weekend? Well, I went to a bar with my friends for her birthday party, and I am officially old. The whole time I was talking about how loud the music was, and my feet hurt, and I couldn't wait to go home, and I was promptly in bed by 1230. 1230? Oh, yeah. Well, nice. I never think about it. Yeah. We're like, we're, we're ready for her to say 10. <laughs> no. Well, it used to be probably like 2 a.m. or something. Raymundo, headline from the weekend. Yeah, arts and crafts, I guess, are still really popular. My wife went to Michael's Hobby Lobby, one of those places, got a cricket printer, got a cricket iron, got a cricket computer. Next thing you know, I thought we were just doing arts and crafts in the house. She does a kitchen towel. She does a decal. She does a koozie. Now she wants to sell them. So I work for my wife now. She has a craft store. Yeah, she's, a, she's an Etsy store, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what she's working on. Did you guys see Raimundo get trapped in the elevator? Yes. On his, his Instagram story last week? Yeah. Like, Ray's like, we're trapped in the elevator, and it was him and some woman with a dog. And he's like, I don't know if we're ever going to get out of here. And I kept, you know, scrolling through the different tiles on his story to see how long it was going to take him. It was like five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. So he did like <laughs> ten in one minute. And then it, then he, it seems like he's in there for three hours if you just watch his thing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's been 30 minutes. Bloop. And then they're out. But that was that pretty scary or no? It was. I was in there for 40 minutes. <laughs> Phone battery was getting a little bit weaker. There was oxygen. You could hear. There's an air conditioner nowadays in, in elevators, and the lights nowadays. stayed on. I had phone service. But it kind of feels bad for me talking about this now because there was flooding in Omaha, and people were underwater in an elevator. And I was like, wow, my 40-minute little thing with a chick doesn't seem so bad of an elevator experience. Did you know her before you got in the elevator? No idea. I live on the same floor in the apartment. Never seen her. Never seen her dog. But we got to know each other in 40 minutes. Well, you were putting her all over your story. Was she like, hey, stop... Stop shooting me. Stop filming me. By the end of it, she was done with my antics. She was faking smiles, and she just had stopped altogether talking to me. Nice. Oh, wow. All right. There you go. Those are our headlines from the weekend. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Dallas, Texas. A 38-year-old firefighter wanted some time off work, but he didn't have any vacation days. They wanted to go to the water park, so he called and said, hey, my wife's got COVID. And then a week later, he's supposed to be back at work. Oh, my daughter's got COVID. Oh. Oh. Then that yeah. week's up, and he calls his, I have COVID. Oh, no. Three, dang, three weeks. Three. Like, what, who is he, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then when they he came back to work, they said, hey, can you show us your test results? He had no test results. They did some investigating, saw all the receipts from the water park and mm. his vacation, hotels, and now he got arrested. When Eddie got COVID, he was gone for a month. Like yes. 40 days, I yeah. think. I mean, basically, the great flood came. Noah's Ark was out. <laughs> yeah. 40 yeah. I couldn't test negative to save my life. I have no idea why. And that's back then when you needed a negative. Yes. Now we know more about it. Right. You, you quarantine for 10 <laughs> If we only knew then, uh. well, we know now. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's go over to the voicemail line. This is voicemail number one. 
today we bought my son Luke a bearded dragon, and he loves you so much that he named him Bones, and he wants to say hi. Hi, Bobby Amanda. Luke here. I love listening to your shows in the morning. Have a good day. Ah, thanks, bud. And thanks for that bearded dragon namesake. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a fun (laughs) animal to have. Eddie, would your kids, they like bearded dragons or snakes or anything? We have a leopard gecko, so Uh, I I would say yes. Okay. Here is voicemail number two. Morning, studio. Um, I was wondering if Sharna came to your wedding. I think you said that she RSVP'd. I also want to know if she brought her boyfriend. I know Amy was excited to see him, um, so let me know. Sharna was my dance partner on Dancing with the Stars, and she had the wrong month. She thought she was coming a different month. The wedding was a different month. And uh, so she did not come because they were in some foreign country on my wedding day. So no. And it wasn't because she didn't want to come. There was just a misunderstanding. I think I talked about that on the show at some point. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then finally, here is voicemail number three. I am a COVID listener. Started listening during the whole pandemic. And I absolutely love you guys. You just keep make me smile every day. And my iHeartRadio app just asked me to listen back to old shows. I'm listening back to when Amy had just returned from Haiti, confirming that she was definitely going to be the parents of the children. And it was so heartwarming. So just let you know that it is so much fun to hear how Bobby's life is without Caitlin and how it is now with Caitlin. Thank you again for everything you do every single day. I appreciate that. Thank you. And you can always leave us a voicemail. We're leaving in a few minutes. But the line stays open. Just call 877-77-BOBBY. That's what's up. All right, you guys have a good day. We will see you on Tuesday's show. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.